Basketball season won't be around forever, so get in on all of the action now with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. DraftKings is giving new players a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. Claim your free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes when using code THPN during sign-up. Uh, playing daily fantasy basketball is just so simple. You just pick your lineup, you stay under the salary cap, and then you see how your team stacks up against the competition. Uh, feel the sweat like you've never felt before. Every dunk, steal, assist means so much more with the DraftKings Daily Fantasy lineup. So much more. Baseball fans, you may have missed out on the season-long fantasy, so now is the time to get in on all of the Daily Fantasy action where DraftKings has even more ways to make it rain. With DraftKings, payday comes every day for players. So what are you waiting for? Head to the app now. Download the DraftKings app now and use code THPN during sign-up. This week, DraftKings is putting you in the action with a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. That's code THPN. And if you can get a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes, why not? Only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. And as always, enjoy the show. We are back. Jason's got the audio ringing in his ears. Welcome back to yeah. another absolutely delicious <laughs> and delectable episode of Water Hockey. Uh, proud member of the Hockey Podcast Network and happily supported by the fine homies over at the DraftKings app. Uh, as always, make sure to head over to their app, uh, DraftKings, and pop in promo code THPN to get sweaty while never leaving the couch. I felt gross writing that, but I had to leave it in just because it's just so outlandish. Uh, we're back with another episode. We've got a fantastic guest for you. Obviously, if you are seeing this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, you see the title, you know who's coming up. But we're going to do a little roundabout real quick. We're going to catch up with the boys. Uh, Patrick, we, we got a little different change of scenery. Obviously, this is a podcast, so people can't see this. But we we can see that there's a bit of the change of scenery on your back end. How are you? Doing all right. Allergy season is here in full force. I feel like I sound a little nasally. My wife is in a Benadryl coma in our bedroom, which is why I'm in the living room. Um, mm-hmm. And the dogs have been banished in with me house. out here for the Literally time being. In the doghouse. Yeah. So we're. Uh, I'm not feeling 100% myself. Um, well, and you we can are, see uh, River in the background digging in the yeah. pillows trying to get comfy. But <laughs> yeah, it's uh, tough times right now. It's okay. But we're we'll make it through. through. We're powering through, and Jason, uh, you're still kind of kind of raspy with a sultry voice. We got great yeah. feedback though. Great feedback. Yeah, on that's what I heard. Sultry. Yeah, I think what was it? Uh, it was the voice of an angel or like uh, Luther Vandross? What did I say? What? Yeah, Luther Vandross. What people, yeah, uh, if he smoked six packs of Mar- Marlboro Reds in a row. Exactly. Okay, that's what it was. Yeah. Okay. It, it was glossy. But uh, yeah. how, how are you feeling? Are you bouncing back a little bit? No, definitely. I'm I'm on the back end of this, so it's just raspy now. I, I genuinely feel like I smoked a dozen packs of cigarettes yesterday, though. <laughs> like that's other than the throat. That's it. Well, uh, I hate to be that guy, but uh, I feel great. hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I'm all in. about it. Uh, Look at you. Yeah. I don't know. It's just the, the, the gloomy weather and the wind suits me. 
But we're all here. We're feeling great. We're going to get through a couple updates real quick. We're going to dive into uh, who we have uh, waiting for you guys. Um, you know, obviously, we got to keep up with the Allen Americans. We're winding down on the season. Uh, it's sad, but, uh, you know, that our, our NHL franchise here in the DFW uh, was unable to make it into the playoffs, which we will touch on here in just a moment. But that does not mean that there is not hockey left in DFW. You've got the Lone Star Brahmas that are about to take over. You've got the Allen Americans that are steadily on their way to the playoffs. Their new schedule was released uh, October of 2021. We've got the new season coming up. It's a full season. It's got all of the teams from the ECHL. They will be traveling. We will have full capacity. It's going to be insane. Uh, the Americans picked up six out of eight points in their four-game series with the Tulsa Oilers, uh, and they are 8-2 and two in their last 10. So I'm telling you guys, if you have not gone to an Americans game, make sure to click that link that we have in our Twitter, all of our socials to get those discounted tickets because it is good for all regular home games for the Allen Americans for the rest of the season. What else is good for Allen American home games is Texas hockey apparel because I'm just going to make it a, just a, a sneaky little segue. Uh, most of the people on this podcast have Texas hockey apparel on right now. Uh, our guest has Texas hockey apparel on right now. Yeah, she Jason's does. The Jason's wearing the hug hoodie, uh, which we still need to get Garrett to change the name over. But make sure to head over to TexasHockeyApparel.com on their socials, Texas Hockey Apparel, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, shout out to Garrett for always taking care of us. There was a real missed opportunity there. Since we are such advocates for the hug hoodie, mm-hmm. like the promo code that we did last week should have been like the hug because it was off oh, of yeah. all hoodies, right? We should have done that. We should have oh. done that. And I hope he. Next I hope time. he sold some movies because Garrett, of that. What's up, man? Yeah, Garrett, we're sorry. We failed you, but we'll be better from now on. You know, I, I, it, we had to talk about it at one point or another. Uh, but the star season is over. They, they lost their opportunity to make it to the playoffs, and they weren't even on the ice. The Nashville Predators beat the Carolina Hurricanes over the weekend. All they needed was one win, and they were able to squeak it out. But let's just uh, look back and see what the stars had to go through. They missed the first entire week due to COVID. They missed an entire week due to a insane ice no storm. apocalypse. The apocalypse. The ice apocalypse. There was a plethora of injuries. We got Radulov back. We lost Radulov again. We saw what he meant to this team. Uh, Sagan didn't come back till the end of the season. They shut Bishop down. I mean, you name it, this Rope team dealt with it. groin Rupe, surgery. Yeah, Rupe basically said, I know I'm hurt, but I'm going to play all season. I'll be a game-time decision every day. I don't care, coach. Put me in. They had a compacted schedule like no other. They played so many games on the back end of the season with so little time in between games and travel. Mm-hmm. It's insane that these guys were able to still walk out of the rink at the end of the, at the, end of the season. So, you know kudos to them they won the final game against the chicago blackhawks in overtime because absolutely of course why not and unfortunately the stars are gonna go golfing but patrick (laughs) i feel like i feel like if the stars are gonna go golfing can't the golf just come to them the golf can come to them and i think with all this crazy weather we're having maybe the range is the solution they're looking for (laughs) mobile setup tear down in their backyards i know they have plenty of space Trackman technology, they can play all the courses in climate-controlled, out-of-the-elements setups. They can play, we tried to say Augusta last time, but we can't play Augusta. We I'm sorry. Augusta. It's okay, Augusta we can play shut down Pebble on the Beach. Oh. We cannot. I, don't, I think the licensing for Augusta is probably a little expensive. But they can play pretty much any other course besides that. You can track stats, 
Joe Pavelski, I know he's a plus handicap, maybe the best golfer in the NHL, so maybe an in there. But check it out on Instagram at the range underscore golf and therangegolf.com. See the pricing, availability, FAQs. They got clubs that you can use. They got the new <clears throat> Taylor, Taylor made. Uh, Were you about to say the Taylor Swift? The Taylor Swift. You know what? Yeah, the I'm, Taylor I'm, Swift. The Taylor <laughs> Swift 3000. The 1989. <laughs> Taylor made, not the Taylor Swift irons. The Taylor made. Oh irons. man, <laughs> that's They're never going to come out for us. That's, that's good. That's in. good. That's good. Well, so one, you guys, one more time. TheRangeGolf.com. The range underscore. Uh, you said the range underscore golf, right? On Instagram. On Instagram. So yep. go check them out. Uh, Les Lancaster. Josh Lamon, we, we are waiting for you, um, mostly because you guys play for the All-Americans, and we, we got to figure out a schedule to play. Uh, you guys may have heard uh, someone break there just momentarily, <laughs> thanks to the Taylor Swift. <laughs> we're, we're just going to loop her in. <laughs> guys, we're so pumped to have her on. Uh, she's an American Idol contestant. Uh, not just a contestant. She made it to Hollywood, and, is, and rightfully so. She and is the live an shows. And the live shows. Uh, she's that. an actress, and uh, you guys might know her as the national anthem singer for your Dallas Stars since 2005. Selena Ray, welcome to Wada Hockey. Thank you, guys. Okay, I'm sorry I like like barged in in the middle of all thing, but when he almost said Taylor <laughs> Swift, I lost it. I was like, you're going to be kidding me right well, now. The allergies I mean, got to my throat, and it came out Taylor like, <laughs> trying to Taylor catch myself. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay. you guys for having me. Have fun. So fun. Well, we are super excited to have you on here. You have been fantastic about, you know, you know, reaching out and, and telling us, you know, when you got when you were ready. And, and we're super excited to have yeah. you on. Um, we were able to uh, come up with some questions for you. Oh, Lord. Um, They're not going to be all hockey centric. So do not worry. OK, um, good. We will have some stars I mean, questions. We, we're going to need to know who was the stars like third best defenseman. You know, like yeah. We're gonna, okay, I made it very it. clear. I made it very clear. There, we have wonderful people who do the stats. I mean, we've got like valleys now. I keep I am having a hard time saying valleys, but valleys. We got a full lineup of people that can give you stats all day long. Call Razor. <laughs> I am like the softer side of hockey. I like see everything from a fan perspective. So I don't know a lot. I just know we didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> if, it, if it makes you feel any better, not only can we not say Bally's, most people can't watch Bally's because Sinclair Network doesn't, doesn't <laughs> yeah. like to uh, let yeah. people do so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we've got some questions for you um, okay. that we've all come up with. So Patrick, I'm going to kick it over to you because I know that you put some of these questions down. So if you want to kick it off, uh, we'll kind of get this going and, and we'll get to Why am I nervous right go. now? I'm so nervous. I don't know what you're going to ask. Okay. Okay, I'm ready. All right. We're, okay. we're just going to start from the beginning. How did you get started with singing and acting? Okay. So um, I started singing professionally when I was 19. Um, I never really sang. I was... Funny story, y'all, I was painfully shy growing up, painfully shy. Like when I was in middle school and high school, like people are like, oh, did you sing in school? And I'm like, no, I didn't want to talk. I was really, I really, really shy, but I could always sing. And so when I got into college, I kind of came out of my shell a little bit. You know what I mean? We kind of go through that, those awkward phases. I come out of my shell. <clears throat> I decided that I want to sing. I was like, I want to be a singer. 
So, and I, and I had this natural ability to do that. And so I started uh, singing with the band and started touring around the country with this band. And then like just over the years, I was on a show called Your Big Break. It was It was, um, it was before y'all's time because y'all are a lot younger than me. So I don't know if y'all remember the show, but did y'all remember the show uh, Star Search? Y'all heard about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, oh my God. He goes, the look on his face is like, yeah, I think maybe I heard about that one time or another. But back in my day, y'all, Star Search was like the show. Okay. Everybody, like Justin Timberlake was on Star Search, yeah. y'all. So Star Search went off of the air. And then the very first reality show is called Your Big Break. It was at the at the, the beginning of this reality boom. Um, it was before American Idol. And it was a show that you had to look and sound like a particular artist. Well, I was Martina McBride. So anyway, so I auditioned for the show. And um, I made it onto the show. A, a kid from Kid and Play, you know, the guy with the funky yeah, hair. He hosted yeah. it. And, um, and I ended up winning. I was like the grand, I was like the Carrie Underwood of this show. I was wow. actually the Kelly Clarkson of the show. It was the very first season. I ended up winning, got a record deal, like did the whole thing, did the schmee, I had like two record deals. I was in Nashville. I was in LA, Nashville, I was like back and forth. That's a whole other long story. We could <laughs> just what I had to go through and, and how I lost that record deal and all this stuff. I lost it um, because of the Rascal Flats. I don't know if you hear about them, but whatever. I digress. I'm not bitter. It is what it is. So it's okay. If you want me to hate the Rascal Flats, I already no, do. So they're I so just good. Do it was okay. It was actually my manager that really I have a the beef with. But you know, they're great. They're fantastic. But anyway, so I was kind of that I that's what I did before American Idol. So I had this whole career leading up to American Idol. A lot of people don't know. They just are like, oh, she was on American Idol and here we go. But I had this whole music career. My, you know, all the things that I did before American Idol. I was on a show before that. Um, so then American Idol raises their age limit because before that you had to be like 25 and I was older than that. So they raise your age limit to 29 for the season four, which is the year that I was on American Idol. And I, um, was forced to audition by a coworker. <laughs> She's like, you're going to audition. And I'm like, all right, fine. I'll go. So I flew to Cleveland, auditioned for American Idol and the rest is history. And the next chapter of my life began. That's how it all happened. It was very weird. <laughs> so was that next chapter, was that with the stars or was there a little break in well, between? Or? No. So I was on American Idol 0405, which was the work stoppage, the famous mm. work stoppage, right? Where they oh, canceled yeah. the season. 0405, as luck would have it. I was voted off of American Idol. <clears throat> and in June, the NHL knew that they were going to be gearing up, ramping up for a season. They knew that the season was coming back. And the Dallas Stars decided they were like we want to do something different we want to we want to create a tradition for our fans and we really want to model it after the Detroit Red Wings where they have there was at that time there were only like two or three like I mean you had Boston and you had some in in, in Canada that had set anthem singers so the Dallas Stars wanted to kind of create that tradition in Dallas and so Ralph Strangis as a matter of fact we all know Ralph Strangis he um he was like, hey, there's this girl from Dallas that was just on American Idol. Like, she just got voted off. Wait, where'd y'all go? Y'all hear me? We're still here. We're here. Yeah. Oh, where'd y'all go? Here. Oh, there y'all. Uh -oh. It's like, oh my gosh, that thing just like flew away. Anyway, <laughs> so he was like, we should call her. 
So one day I get a phone call, like literally y'all out of the blue. He must've called my agent or something. I don't know. And I go, hello. And he was like, Hey, my name is Ralph Strangis. I'm your new best friend. And I said, who are you? Like, I had no idea. <laughs> y'all, I'm a Texas girl. I mean, we didn't know anything about hockey. You know, I didn't know. That's true. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So, yeah. And it, yeah. So they brought me in, talked to me. And then I, the I was the anthem great. singer. They're like, oh, and by the way, can you like host and like entertain people? I'm like, sure. Why not? <laughs> like, sure, I can talk. So uh, that's how it happened. They just threw me in. That's stuck. so awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. And Ralph Stranges too. That's like a great story to have on top yeah. of that. For everything. Yeah, we call him Uncle, Uncle Ralphie here in my house. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was, it's such a, it's, it's a crazy, when I think on, when I think about it, I'm like, did that, like, now I've been in the, I've been in the NHL for 16 seasons now. 16. But I think the only person to beat you is uh, Yager, right? <laughs> yeah. I think he's the only person with longer. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's, it's crazy to think about. I mean, never in a million years would I have thought that, that this would happen, but here I am. And it's funny. And I was going to ask this a little bit later, but since we, you talked about how long you've been in the league now, you've been in the league long enough to have your own card. You have your I own collectible card with your signature y'all, on it. Y'all. Okay. So Panini trading cards. This was really cool. Y'all, I have to pinch myself sometimes because I'm like, I think about the NHL is such a small, it's, it's such a wonderful, small community, I feel. Like, I don't know, you got your NFL, your NBA, but I don't know, there's just something just really beautiful and just family-oriented and small about the NHL, in my opinion. So the, when Panini, they were doing the Voices of the Game series of their card a few years ago. And they selected only like two anthem singers. And then they had like Daryl Ray was on it and like other voices of the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be selected by them was like, it was such an honor that they, yeah, and I didn't realize at the time what a big deal that was to like trading card collectors. And like, it's Panini. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. I was like, yeah, they're wow. huge. I know. I was like, yeah yeah when i I was looking for like different graphics to use and i i I looked it up and i was like she's got her own card i do (laughs) well have you um like i mean with the boom in cards and everything have you like done any like research like what the worth of them are like are yeah it's probably about 50 cents I'm just kidding. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm asking because, like, I'm honestly like, I'm gonna go to eBay now. Like, I'm going to search this. Like, I know. Well, I'm gonna go to eBay now, honey child. It's not my first trading card. I have American Idol trading cards, so you may want to look oh, those up on oh, eBay, y'all. Uh huh. Deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's deal, two of them on there. Mm-hmm. Po- Pokemon yeah. cards are making a comeback. I mean, what's to say American Idol cards aren't making a comeback as well? Oh god, <laughs> it's so crazy. My poor face is like plastered on everything. I'm like, oh my god. So I mean, it's, it's still got to be surreal. I mean, I, I mean, even, you know, this is something that I think uh, Patrick was curious mm-hmm. about, but he, he wants, you know, it's like you see yourself on the screen now, every, every home game. Yeah. And, and that's like, it's got to be so insane. And then it's, I mean, after however many games you probably just go, this is just work now. And it doesn't even affect me anymore. No, I mean, it's cool. Like, when you, I'm trying to explain it the best way that I possibly can. When you're on a show like American Idol, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
Y'all, before I went to America, no one, no one knew who the hell I was. You know, I was <laughs> like girl from Texas. Like no one knew. And so when you come off of a show like that, it was it's, it was a very weird transition. And then into and then to come into the Dallas Stars, I was so green, y'all, when it came to to hockey and to what it meant to so many people. Right. Um, so I kind of when I came into it, I was just like, I'm singing the national anthem, which I love, and I'm. I'm having a great time and I'm doing what I love to do. I didn't really think of it like on the grand scheme of what it meant um, until until much later into my career with the Dallas Stars. And now when I think about it, like every single time, like it is a job and I don't want to say like I just go in and now it's a job and I can wing it. I love it. I truly feel like... I mean, the ushers at the American Airlines Center, the people that work at the American Airlines Center, the, the season ticket holders that I see every single night and like the fans that we see every single night and like just the people, the, the organization, it's, I mean, it's a family. And I always feel like, I'm always like, it's like me and like 15 of 15,000 of my closest friends and family. It's what I feel like because, you know, the fans have been through every major thing. I've had three babies on the ice. Like everybody has seen everything that has transpired in my life has happened inside the American Airlines Center and has been shared with every single person in there. You know what I mean? They've seen me at my best. They've seen me at my worst. You know, I, I, it, it truly is a family. And so I feel like when I go there, people are like, man, do you just get tired of it? I'm like, I really don't y'all. And I'm not even saying that to be like, well, I'm just like a pat answer. Like, I truly love it. I love going and I love seeing everybody and, and hugging the necks of people and the, all the people that work at American Airlines Center. And it's, I love it. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, I, I, I love that just because I, I, I think we all relate to you. We're all huge hockey fans. I mean, obviously doing this now for however long we've been doing it. Mm -hmm. There's few places where I can find myself just being truly at peace. And, and at a hockey rink is one of them, whether it be right. the American Airlines Center or uh, the Allen Events Center or uh, even the Richardson Stars Center. When we go and skate, you know, just beer league, it's just there's something about being around that mm -hmm. atmosphere and being around that hockey community that's just indescribable. And it's just like you said, this is probably the smallest of the four major sports uh, mm -hmm. in America. But to me, it's the closest because of that. Right. Um, so I, I think it's, it I think it speaks volumes that, you know, that you're as passionate as you are about it. Like you said, even being a, a soft hockey fan to, to, right. to a certain degree, but you invest. Well, in I'm it, a right? hockey fan now, y'all. Like oh, I just, yeah. I'm a hockey fan now. Like I'm in it. Y'all, my husband, my husband is the director of the telecast. So I don't know if y'all know who that is. Everybody thinks my husband is Daryl Ray. I'm like, no, that's not my husband. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled differently. Actually. Sorry, y'all. So, <laughs> sorry, Daryl. I love you, but. He probably yeah. wouldn't want to be married to me. I don't want to be married to him. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, my husband is the director. Uh, he directs the telecast. I mean, we eat, sleep, and breathe like hockey. That's that's our world. That's our life. And like I said, it's like, you know, it's it's in us. It's what we do now. And it's so crazy because the thing about what I came from, like, I didn't know anything about it. So funny yeah. story, my very first year, because I, I knew nothing about hockey, I said defenseman. Instead of saying defenseman, I said defensive men. <laughs> Lith fans, I think the, yeah, the fans hated me, I think, for a couple oh. years. Until they were like, oh, she's not so bad. I'm like, yeah. no, I don't know. I'm trying. It's such a minor like thing that. to be upset about, too. Right. Well, y'all hockey fans take the hockey seriously. Oh, absolutely. And if you screw up, right? Of course. No. Y'all, 
they'll tell you. They'll tell oh, you. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. No, I, I do want to ask this because yeah. I think this is kind of funny thinking about it. You know, you did mention that you have three kiddos now mm-hmm. and it's almost like I can imagine you saying like, come on, like really another hockey game. Like we, can we get McDonald's on the way or like they have McDonald's <laughs> at the rink. We can get it there. Instead of saying we have it at home, we can just, we can get it at the rink. They have it there. Right. No, they don't really go to the games a lot. Really? Funny. Okay. So, okay. So. I mean, it's work, right? And so y'all, I'm running around, I'm pre-COVID, I'm running around like a crazy person, right? My husband's in the truck, in the TV truck working. I'm running around like a crazy person doing my thing. Who's going to watch my kids? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> unless you bring somebody, you know, to watch, they really don't want to do that. They want to stay yeah. home. But now my oldest daughter, she, pre-COVID, like the last couple of years leading up until COVID, she loves to come to the games with me because she runs around with me. She just follows me around and we do stuff and she thinks it's fine. And then she hangs out in my dressing room and like now she knows all the people and they bring her brownies. <laughs> so she's like, it's a, <laughs> it's a party. She doesn't really watch. She just comes to hang out and that's what yeah. she does. There's just something but, to be in, be, yeah. in, be in the atmosphere. Sometimes that's all you need. But here with my kids though, my kids don't really want to have anything to do with what I do professionally. Right. Cause they have their own identity and the own things that they do. Like they're like, yeah, okay. We've heard her sing a million times. We don't need to go. But you know, they just, I don't know. I want to, I want to see the usher kicking their parents, out. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just go for the brownies. Yeah. Some people go, go for, for the fights. Some people yeah. go for the brownies. It's up to yeah. you. Oh, yeah. It's it's for like when, when we go to hockey games, like I'm going to eat and I'm just catching a show. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I was going to dinner and a show. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't go to the first period and then unlimited popcorn in the second. I was going to say, I don't go to AMC for the movies. They have killer popcorn. That's the only reason I go. That's right. It's the only place you get a good thing of popcorn in the city. I think like, I think my youngest, my youngest, I think has been to a game twice in her life. Oh, wow. And she's six. I I think think. If you're not like, if it's not really, no, I don't want to say force fed, so to speak, but if it's not really presented to you, like, Hey, this is something that you could do and have a lot of fun with as a, as a kid, yeah. you know, a boy or girl, it doesn't matter. I, I don't think it's one of those sports that you can really pick up until, you know, probably eight, nine, 10, when you're like this violence thing, I'm kind of digging that. Yeah. I kind of like that. Like, yeah. wait, they hit each other and they're, and it's okay. I think, what? you know, I think with our kids, like, I know, like, like um, Josh Bovarod's kids, they, they they love hockey. They're boys, though. They love hockey. But I have three girls. I tried to get them out on the ice. I really did. I was a figure skater growing up. So I tried to get them on the ice. They don't want to have anything to do with it. <laughs> not a one of them. Like, they don't like the ice. They don't want to be on the ice. It's just not their thing, really. So, and I think that they view, like, my girls, because they're so busy in their world and all the things that they're doing, that they view hockey as mommy and daddy's job. Mm, okay. So they don't really view it as a, like, oh, we're going to go to a game or whatever. You know what I mean? But right, they'll go to a baseball right. game and have a great time or go to a, a Mavs game. They'll have a great time. Or, you know, I think it's just they, they view it as work. No, that's completely understandable. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. And hopefully, though, uh, you know, we, we had uh, some awesome girls uh, from a podcast called The Slapshot Sweethearts on not too long ago. Um, and they kind of educated us on the NWHL, which only has six teams right now. 
they're all northern based, but we're hoping uh, we're hoping that women's hockey picks up steam in the next couple of years because there's some amazingly amazingly talented women out there that can skate with the men. Like we saw in the oh, All Star yeah. game with uh, I think it was Kendall Coin Schofield that just absolutely demolished like half of the heat in the speed competition. So these chicks, man, I'm telling you, they're tough. Yeah. Like my niece, my niece, my niece plays, and she's the only girl on the boys' team Love on it. Team Illinois in Chicago. Like that's awesome. And she kicks their butt. She skates faster than all of them. Yeah, like, I hope it picks up. I think yeah. it's going to be. I think it's going to be a, a a really cool thing to see within the next five to ten years. Yeah, just, yeah. But uh, Patrick, Jason, what do you guys have for Selena? Let's let's uh, let's got me another some... question. Yeah, yeah. I uh, you mentioned you're running around every home game. What is your average day leading up to to a home game consist of? All right, so um, so let's say puck drop at seven thirty, just for yeah, just for the story. So puck drop at seven thirty because that's what time the normal normal games start. Um, I have to be at the arena two hours before puck drop, so I'll get there at five thirty. Um, okay. So I'm mom up until then, like pick up my kids, drop them off home with our with our nanny who stays at home on game nights with us, um, and I leave. And I go to work, and I just have uh, usually a pre-production meeting, and then I freshen up, get myself all <laughs> get myself all prettified and ready for the people, and then uh, and then I do my warm ups, my vocal warm ups. Which um, if you go, oh, this is the thing. This will go back to the Panini trading card thing. If you go onto YouTube, you can see a video. Uh, Panini followed me around for a game night. To see what all of my my work leading up to, they did some interviews and we just talked about you know being a part of the organization and being a part of the NHL. But they followed me and they filmed my warm up vocal warm up routine, which is really okay. loud and it sounds like a dying cow. <laughs> and um, with in everybody, because usually I'm in the tunnel, right? Like pre COVID, I'm in the tunnel with the guys, you know. And so everybody that's down there, they know what the sound is and. No one bats an eye. They're just like, oh, Selena. Okay, whatever. So, but now I'm up on the stage for this season. I was up on the stage and I'm doing my vocal warm-ups up there and everybody's turning around like, is there a bird in here? Like, what's going on? It's so funny, but you should watch it. You can pull it up on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, absolutely. Really speaking of, speaking yeah. of, uh, Jason did some quick on-the-fly research. Don't sell yourself short. Jason, why don't you let Selena know what the one, let's, let's lead up to it. Let her know what the first two American Idol cards are going for on eBay and then hit her with that panini. I've actually found a couple American Idol cards. Now, yeah, there's two of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I'm okay. I I thought I saw three. Anyways. Oh, maybe. No, uh, no, those, yeah, like you said, a dollar. Yeah, they're they're like nothing. Yeah. The American Idol ones. No, I think they're American Idol ones. These are American Idol ones. But the panini one. Uh, the Panini Crown Royal Voices of the Game Signatures, Selena Ray. Uh, this one is autographed and it's collectible for starts at thirty dollars. What? Up to fifty two ninety, fifty two twenty nine. Big time, y'all! So, Big time. I'm telling so don't you. don't sell yourself short. I mean, that's... what's hey? Look up real fast. Tell me what Daryl's is. Tell me what to- Razor's oh, is. Oh, okay, course. yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. He's probably going to be a lot more. Yeah, well, <laughs> let's get another question in while I do some research. Okay, okay, yeah. Patrick, you got to take it away. <laughs> um, 
actually, sorry, I got caught up looking up at uh, Razor's I know, autograph card. Oh. <laughs> trading card podcast. I'll take, I got you, got you. Okay. Uh, so Patrick was asking about your day-to-day, obviously uh, has been uh, affected by COVID. You were saying that your warmups happen now on stage versus mm-hmm. in the tunnel. What was it like performing for the home games during the bubble? Now, were those pre-recorded or was that like, hey, we're shooting to you live? Go. Okay. Okay, this is what happened. I'm going to give you all the story of what happened. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say this. I think I am. I haven't been told like it's on a secrecy because I don't think it's like any secret. So um, we knew that the bubble was going to happen. The guys were going to be um, in Canada. And so the NHL came to us and said, we need, we want Selena to record an anthem. So this was back in like, when did they go into the bubble? I want to say September. It was in the, September, right? So this was like in right, June. Yeah. This was like in June. So um, they, the NHL said, we want Selena to record an anthem so that when the guys are the home team, they have a sense of normalcy. They're going to hear Selena, right? right? And not just a, a, a playing of the national anthem. We want, and, and they did that for all of the teams, mm-hmm. right? You know, really. So they did um, the stars and everything too, like the, yeah. the stars chant and everything, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. yeah. They wanted to try to make it as normal for the guys as possible mm-hmm. for each team. So we, I taped that, that was all taped, pre-taped in my living room. Oh, wow. By the way, it was in my living room. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was my husband's idea to like light the fire just to give it some ambiance. You know, he's a director, oh, producer, yeah, he's a TV yeah. guy. So he was like, yeah. I got to have that thing. It, that fire turned into the funniest damn thing ever. Like it turned into like the biggest joke in the NHL. They're like, what if you got a fire? But it was funny because the first round we played the Calgary flame. So it worked. Hello. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. We extinguished that flame. All right. So, um, <laughs> but it, what it was funny is like when they started playing, it was like what a hundred degrees and I'm singing with the fire behind me. It was like, it was just really funny. It turned into a joke. Like everybody was giving him a hard time about it. Um, <laughs> so that's what they used. Um, Interesting. I mean, yeah, the entire you kind of, you kind of, when if you think about it, you know, when you say it out loud, it kind of makes sense. So, but yeah, it's just, it's one of those things. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. Uh, especially tell, looking back on it. Let me tell y'all something, okay? Because we were all, we were all disappointed. Like I know for the fans, we were excited that the guys made it as far as they did to the, mm-hmm. you know, into the finals, and <clears throat> we were all very, very excited. But I think as fans, we're all we are it was bittersweet because we wanted so badly to share in that excitement mm-hmm. in person and with them and, and just kind of be a part of that and actually experience the Stanley cup final, the way that we want to experience it as fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was for me, I, and I remember saying this throughout the um, throughout, throughout the bubble and throughout the playoffs. I just, it was very surreal. And I always felt very proud that the NHL, thought enough of me and our organization to include me in the bubble without me being there. And I, I just, I always like, I am just forever grateful and appreciative to, to the NHL for doing that because I just thought that was such a classy move. And then for the finals, y'all, like my biggest dream is to sing the national anthem in the finals, Stanley cup finals. That has been my dream since I started with this organization. <clears throat> and Ralph Strange just even said that he said, Selena, I know this doesn't mean anything to you now is what he said to me the very, my very first season. He says, it doesn't mean anything to you now, but your dream will be to step onto that ice and sing the, and sing the national anthem in the finals. And at the time I was like, okay, great. <laughs> you know, Dude, that sounds great. Who, you called me. I don't even know who you are. But, 
sounds great. But I, 16, you know, 15, it was my 15th season. So 15 seasons in, I totally got it. I understood exactly what he meant. And I was heartbroken that I wasn't going to be there to be able to experience that. But when, when I got the call, when I found out that they were going to be using my national anthem for that game six mm-hmm. of the finals, I had no idea, guys, until that morning when I woke up. I had no idea. Somebody sent me a text message because they saw it on Twitter and they said, you're singing for the finals. Because y'all, do y'all remember that the people that they were getting was just sometimes a little, you know what I mean? Some of the yeah. that national anthem oh. singers. Oh, yeah. Don't even so get y'all, me started. Y'all, so with the NHL, what they did is they said, you know what? It was the NHL's call. They said, Selena singing. That's it. Put her in. And they made that call for me. And I just were like, I'm just like, it's like, I get chills even when I think about it now, because it was like, it was probably the coolest moment. So forever in history, even though we didn't win the cup, I sing the national anthem the night the Stanley cup was awarded and our team was in that final game six. And I I don't know, it was just very, it's a very cool thing to be a part of now. I want to say it wasn't at the, wasn't it train that sang it at one point? Yeah, they were actually really really good. But there were a couple that were like really long and Yeah, but essentially what's being said is you're better than train. You're better than them. (laughs) That's what the NHL said. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the Jupiter. Terrible song. (laughs) Well, you know what? I have had so much love from the NHL, from from the league and from from the people around the league have been just really supportive of of me and my involvement within the organization. Um in the way that I sing the national anthem and how quick I am, I get on, I get off and, um, yeah. and I, and I do it with class and, and, and all the things that you would expect somebody to sing the national anthem, you would, you would expect from them. And so, um, the NHL has been really good to me. And this is, okay. And I don't, I'm just doing this off the top of my head. Cause I'm, yeah. I'm thinking through the national anthem singers. Like you said, you know, you have the one from Boston. Mm-hmm. I want to say, uh, there's a couple of other ones. Are you the only current, female national anthem singer that's like a constant in the organization um because i don't i can't think of another one i think her name like is it boston i know karen Karen, uh, is she not forever like the set anthem singer i don't know because i think boston i'm pretty sure they had a guy who works in like the third deck bar level as their national anthem singer so it's like one of those things where he sings the national anthem and then he scurries up to the third deck to work his job as a oh, bartender. Okay. Um, so I don't think it's Boston. I think it might be one we of the- We should research that. Hey, who's researching right now? Go research yeah, Jason, Jason. that. <laughs> right. But I mean- going to turn I, into a research podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to go on record. I, to my knowledge, you I, you might be the only female national anthem singer, like a, the set national anthem singer in the NHL. <sighs> I mean, I don't know. That's probably not true, but we're going to say it anyway. Because We're going to say podcast. it anyway. But yeah. I will say this. I am the only national anthem singer in the United States that sings the Canadian anthem in French for Montreal really? and Ottawa. Oh. Yeah. That, okay, I didn't know that. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Yes, nobody we else were... does it. That is that's so you, fascinating. Wait, you only do it for Montreal and Ottawa? Yes. For Mon- we way I do the Canadian anthems is I sing it exactly how they sing it in their building. So Montreal, just out of respect for the team. Uh-huh. Again, that was another Ralph Strange's moment, my very first se- season. He was like, Selena, you're going to sing in French because you're going to sing it the way that they sing it in their building. I'm like, okay, let's do that. So um, <clears throat> so Montreal sings all of it in French. Mm-hmm. And then Ottawa, 
it's only for the two French Canadian teams, Montreal right. and Ottawa. And then Ottawa sings only, uh, they only do half in French. Mm, they start okay. in French and then they go into, I know they start in English to go to French. I can't remember. It's I, I, no, I think it's English to French. Yeah. English yeah, to French. English yeah. To but French. then Montreal is all of it in French. Oh, that makes sense. That makes I, sense. I, I guess I've never caught on to that. Like, yeah. I, and it's funny you said that we, I was at an Allen Americans game and they weren't even playing a Canadian team, but what's really cool about the Allen Americans, they, they sing both national anthems regardless of oh, the two that's teams great. playing. Uh, and the, the young lady that sung the Canadian national anthem, she did that. She, and it caught me completely off guard because now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know in my time as a stars fan that I can remember being at an Ottawa or Montreal game when they were in town against the stars. So it makes sense why it completely all caught me off guard. Cause I was like, <coughs> I, yeah. I was, all I heard was uh, uncle Cy from duck dynasty saying parlez-vous French fry. I'm like, he's singing in French. Nowhere. But yeah, awesome. that's, that's a really cool yeah. fact. I had no idea. Yeah. It's really, it's really cool. It's the only time I get nervous to sing. Was that I like, real nervous. Was that really difficult to like pick up? Like, I mean, French obviously. I, I mean, I don't well, know your backstory. French isn't like a native language to you, right? Uh, no, honey, child. English is. Really <laughs> yeah. I'm Texan. I'm a country girl. No, um, so yeah, I have trouble speaking English. Um, so when I we had a lot of French Canadian, like uh, French Canadian, uh, French Canadians on our team at the time, and so the wives kind of helped me out. Celine Dion was a huge help. YouTube, Celine Dion. Oh, okay. Say, oh, yeah. There's a tie. Yeah. Uh, she was my yeah, Celine and I are tight. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so, no, I just learned it. And I just kind of basically sung it. Like, I just mimicked it. Yeah. That's kind of how I am anyway. So, I just mimic whatever I hear. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, we I was hoping I was doing it. a good job. Oh, I'm sure you were. And, and, my, one of my favorite, actually just favorite skaters of all time is Antoine Roussel. So I'm assuming. Oh that's yeah. Probably- he loved it. Let me tell you when he was on our, when he was with us, when like when he knew that we were playing Montreal, he was so excited. He was like, you're going to see, see the pitch. Like, every time he was so excited about it. He's like, I love it. I love it. He's I'm like, yes, sir. Yes, I am. Yeah. Uh, we do have an update. Um, Patrick, oh, do you want to break yeah. the news uh, to Selena? What Razor's oh. voices of the game card is being sold for if you want to hold this over his head forever his is only worth 18 dollars take that take that information compared that to your 52 dollar max oh he's gonna hear about this he's your, gonna your, hear about this your starting bid is more than what his is worth yep what? sorry Razor. yeah oh let my god yeah, so 20 know. canadian so <laughs> <laughs> and it's only a, I can only find one, and it's oh in Canada. So. Gosh, yeah. y'all, that's Sorry, hysterical. I think I feel yeah, good about myself now. You should, you should. So we had, we were really fortunate enough. Uh, one of our first guests that we had on uh, was Vern Fiddler, who is oh, a phenomenal guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we had a blast talking to him. But we actually kind of got in this discussion. Uh, he told us about the George Strait concert that he went to uh, mm-hmm. with his wife and how he caught the hat. Uh, and it got us to talking about when George Strait dropped the puck on the home opener. You see, okay, you're, you're waving yourself off. So we were going to ask, have you ever been starstruck? And we're going to go ahead and assume that yes is the answer because George Strait. Okay. What, y'all. Was George Strait it? Okay, y'all. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the deal. <laughs> Whew. 
Okay. I have been very fortunate in my life. I mean, again, I started touring with the band when I was 19. I've opened up for so many famous artists. I've met when I was on that first TV show, like Smokey Robinson and I were like talking and make Martina McBride. It was like one of my idols. Like she was there filming um, the, the Jay Leno show. And so we shared, we were in the same uh, sound stages. And so we shared, like, I've met so many wonderful people and being in the NHL and like, you're talking about athletes and like Wayne Gretzky is like, Hey Selena, mm-hmm. how you doing? Like, and it's cool. Right. And in my job, like we all have to be kind of here, right? We're all on the same playing field. Like I have really? to be professional. I'm saying for president. I'm like, I'm like, I'm a, right. Okay. Y'all, I find out that George Strait is dropping the puck. Y'all, I went straight to our PR people and I said, <laughs> let me, let me tell y'all. I've been with this organization for, for how many years now? I can't remember. I've been with this organization for all this time and I have been professional and I have done the right thing and I have, you know, I've kept it together. I'm telling you right now, this is my moment. I am going to be fangirling. I'm going to be freaking out, have security on standby, whatever you have to do. But this is my moment, unapologetically so. Y'all, they were so good to me. I think I, like, I, like, told, I attacked the guy. I had to apologize to his wife. I just couldn't stop hugging him. A security was there. I mean, it was, y'all. Just on standby. Just you down a little bit more and more. <laughs> y'all, I lost it. I lost it. But they Um, set up a special time. Like, I was able to talk to him for, like, 15 minutes. Our PR people set it up. Our team mm -hmm. set it up so that I could spend – because they knew how excited I was. (laughs) So, okay, I guess this is a two-part question then because then you have to sing the national anthem. And, I mean, the guy is right there. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say. Then I had to go out and sing while he's standing right there. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like – at any moment, did you just like want to like hand it over to him? And I was gonna oh, say, no. looking at him like, yeah. One of my first seasons when we, um, one of our first seasons, like I had to interview Garth Brooks was there. I had, Garth Brooks dropped the puck one year. I had to interview Garth Brooks. I didn't care. I'm like, cool, it's Garth Brooks. He's great. Woo! Y'all, George Strait was standing in the wings over there waiting to go out. I'm singing. I'm I'm sweating. Y'all, I needed like, <laughs> I needed some deodorant. I'm sweating. I come off the ice and he gives, I have it on video y'all. And every once in a while I watch it because my heart just, he gives yeah. me a high five and he's like, great job. And I'm just like, thank you so much. Like, Are you sure? I'm shaking. Y'all don't understand. Y'all, y'all don't understand. <laughs> I mean, we kind of, we kind of get it. I mean, to an extent, I, I but I figured I gotta, that was the one. I got to have some water. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, Jason, you wanna you wanna you wanna follow that one up? I know that one's like a roller coaster. We just went up to the very top. So sorry, y'all, y'all, y'all hit it. The trigger, well, we triggered. I mean, you know, while we're taking a stroll down memory lane, yeah. Has there been any game, I guess, that you have uh, just like what's the most memorable game for you? Like the Pev, Peverly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh my yeah, gosh, I didn't even that think was, about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I've seen a lot of stuff, right? And mm-hmm. um <clears throat> and I've seen a lot of stuff up close and you know, being a kind of you know, within the organization and conference finals and 
you know, really great stuff. But it like, I think that game will go down as probably we all knew, you know, what was like, we kind of like, and I was on the stage. I was like, where the ice girls dance at the time. Right. And I was on the stage and I'm sure everybody, I think if, if, if you ask people, you know, what's the game, I think every, that game will stand out and every, and, and knowing, and knowing, you know, probably the way that we do and, you know, it, it's just, it was, it was hard, really, really hard. And I, and all I, I can remember is thinking to myself, I'm like, I just, I need to like, like, I knew, I knew my husband was in the truck. I knew he was, you know, they're they're on the air, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm texting my husband, he's texting me back. And I'm like, who is it? You know, what's going on? You know, it was like, I don't know. It was, yeah. it was a crazy game. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never forget. I was at Chewy's in Denton and we were just sitting down and it was like my wife and I and a couple of friends, a couple of her friends. And we were just sitting down drinking margaritas and we saw what was going on. I, oh, yeah. I, I remember exactly where it <laughs> Yeah, I'll never forget that moment. No, 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 no. I mean, not to bring the whole mood down, but I mean, he's great. And um, like, yeah, uh, he's great now. And he's such a wonderful, wonderful human being. So, uh, but yeah, it was just one of those things that you never in a million years would think that you would have to experience. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's one of the most surreal moments, I think, for not just Stars fans, but any Stars or any hockey fans in general, just knowing that and uh, right. You know, that's, but not, like, not, but for like happy stuff, like like a happy game, I would say um, <laughs> when we were gonna like we, God, what year was it? Uh, Marty was our goalie. It was a long time ago. These all these games like run together for me. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't I don't do well in the playoffs. I get real I get real crazy in the playoffs. I, I'm very cool and calm and collective. Like during the regular season, I don't know what happens in the playoffs, but I freak out. Like I I. I bite my stage manager and I hit a lot because what I, I can't handle the stress. Um, but I think it was that year we went to the conference finals. And um, if we were, if we won, like they were planning to take us all like on a plane, like the wives, like on a plane like for the, for the finals. And um, so that was a really exciting time. I want to say that might've been around. It's the only two seasons that come to mind are 2008 or around like 2000. I think it was that one. Okay, I was going to say... Was, we went to the conference finals that year. Yeah, we yeah. played the Sharks at one point. I remember I was able to go to one remember. of those games. But yeah, it's... It was, like, it was that whole series when, like, Brendan, like, was on freaking fire. And, oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Was that the... Was that the... What was... What, are the, what is uh, Razor dub it now? Um, where it was, like, four overtimes or five overtimes? Yes. That was uh, that... It was that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that season. Brendan DeMaio or something like yeah. that, or yes. Cinco de Maro. Cinco de Maro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cinco de Maro, yeah. yeah. That one. And that was okay. a great run. That was a great run. That was a lot that of fun. That was fun. Do you, and this is this is something we didn't really have written down, but I mean, just going off the top of my head, thinking about all these guys, you know, Turco, Maro, uh, Hatcher, do you run into any of these guys around the DFW area? Because, I mean, they're all still local. You know, a lot of Stars players right. end up staying around Dallas-Fort Worth after their time is done. Right. No, I mean, I mean, obviously we see Marty cause he's, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in the organization. Um, you know, we'll see, I haven't really seen anybody out and about, I, you know, you really mm-hmm. just see them at, you know, functions and the things right. that, that we do, but I will tell you what is crazy to think, thinking about when, who was playing when I started, right? Mm-hmm. Like you think about like, 
Oh yeah. Zuboff. Like, mm-hmm. And so what is weird for someone like me who's been in with this organization for so long is when I start and these guys are playing and then they come back to retire someone's jersey because <laughs> they're not playing anymore. And yeah. I'm still singing the damn national anthem going out there. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, like when Let- I mean Letman retirement. Yeah, you know? like yeah, Letman and, and like Madonna. Zuboff is getting retired next season. Yes. So it's just like what do you think about like there's like you see them and you're like, wait, no one's playing anymore, but I'm still out here. It's like what <laughs> Something's wrong. <laughs> it's so funny. Or something's right because you're still doing it and you're still kicking ass doing it. And obviously, it's fun. I hope I like. I the joke is is like I'm gonna be walking out with my walker to like sing the national anthem. But okay, okay. You know what? Since you said that, they usually stars play at home on Halloween. You need to do that one time. You need to dress up mm-hmm. as an old woman and come out with a walker <laughs> and sing the national anthem, or maybe do it after when you're doing. Yeah, like, kind of disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, maybe on, like yeah. where's Selena, and then you just kind of like slowly stroll up onto the stage <sighs> and start your Y'all. presentation. But um, it's funny to like see all these guys when they come back for you know different things that are going on, puck presentations, and you know some like mm-hmm. some puck drops or whatever's going on and. To see these old guys like Billy Garen and, you know, it's mm-hmm. just like, wow. They never look at it like, there they are. I'm like, I'm still here, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's fun. Uh, so we have a couple more questions before we wrap yeah. this up. Um, okay. And then, yeah, because we got to put you on the spot a little bit. Obviously, we have okay. already. But we've been asking this uh, for a couple of people. And it's always kind of fun to see the reaction. But okay. uh, we are, we're getting a Selena Ray biopic. They're it's in production. Uh, they've already green. They've given it the green light. Who is playing Selena Ray in the biopic? And you and because you have been in the industry now for a while, I okay. want Selena Ray the teenage years leading up like when she's in college, like touring, and then I want Selena Ray the national anthem singer. Who are the two actresses day. that come to mind that would play Selena Ray? Or they can be musical artists too, because now like everyone's crossing over into different genres. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> y'all. Okay. <clears throat> Let me think. Okay. Who's the girl that played like that? Uh, she's really funny. Uh, Easy A. What Emma is her Stone. name? Emma Stone. Stone. Emma Stone. She's a hot mess. And I think that she would hot. play me, yeah. not because she looks like me in any way, but just personality wise. Cause she's a freaking hot mess. And when I was a teenage years, I was a hot mess. Okay. Maybe, you know, I think that's good. I think the personality matches. And, yeah. and so, so we flash the second half of the movie. It goes dark and it pops up. Now Selena Ray's singing the national anthem at stars games. Who is the actress that walks out on the ice? Sandra Bullock. Ooh, confidence Sandra is Bullock. key with the answer too. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Sandra Bullock without question, <laughs> without question. I like that one. That one's a good. Yeah. Uh, well, we have one more important question, but I want to okay. I want to kick it over to the guys to see if they have anything else before we ask this question because I feel like I'm very confident in this question that we're going to ask you because we've asked it to pretty much all of our guests and we've only had one right answer uh, okay. so far. But okay. I want to kick it over to Patrick and Jason if you guys have any more questions before we wrap things up. 
I think we've covered about everything I I can think of. <laughs> I mean, we've gotten to know Selena so well. So like, I know yeah. I can't wait until we We're can go to the actual now. game and see see you in oh, person gosh. because it's like obviously with COVID and everything, it's hard mm-hmm. even when you're at the game. But right, right. Hopefully okay. next season. The the uh, <clears throat> the question that we ask everybody, and like okay. I said, we only get the we've only gotten the the answer that we wanted once. Okay. Um, Waterburger or In and Out? Y'all. Okay. I know. I mean, the show's name know. is Water Hockey. So no, I know. I, no. Here, let me tell y'all. My daughter, <laughs> we go to Whataburger three times a week to get my daughter once a hamburger. Beautiful. Three times a week after school. She's like, can we nice. go to Whataburger? She loves <sighs> a Whataburger. Kid's got a great head on her shoulders. She does. And I do. Perfect. I love me some Whataburger. And I love me their French fries. But sometimes they're not salty enough. Like I like salty French That's fries. Fair. Same. Okay. I agree sometimes with that. you can tell that they just came out. Like you didn't. You guys didn't like shit. Like shaking them. All right. Yeah. Hey, put it in the bag. They're just waiting. <clears throat> just go. What's your go-to order? My go-to order is the number seven, which is the Waterburger Junior with cheese, no onions. Mm-hmm. That is. I mean, th- you're a pro. You couldn't ask yeah. for a better answer. Yeah. No. That's my. That's my go-to. Um, my daughter is the number seven, the Whataburger Jr. with cheese, grilled onions instead of regular onions, ketchup instead of mustard. Professional. <clears throat> so that's what we get three times a week. That that's is a serious testimony. But I do, I do like In-N-Out. But let me tell you, I don't know what happens to In-N-Out's burgers. Like you have to eat them immediately because if yep. you don't eat their stuff like right then, it's, bad. it's like it's weird tasting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like hold if you wait, if you get it to go and then you eat it when you get home, it's not good. It's like yeah. congealed cheese. Yeah. Why is that? And even their French fries. There's too many variables <clears throat> that go into play with In and Out where it's yeah. like, yeah, In and Out's superior to Waterburger, but you gotta, or but you gotta, and you got, I'm you sorry, an Waterburger? Yeah. You know what you gotta do? You just gotta open the bag. You just gotta open good. the bag. No, but In-N-Out, no, I do. Like you gotta, yeah. But I do, but but I'm not. I, I cannot lie that sometimes we go to In and Out, and if you just sit in that parking lot or you go in and you eat that burger fresh, it's good. It's a good burger. It, it's I not would, bad. I would say uh, if you're a fan of stand up comedy, I would uh, implore you to listen to Tom Segura does a bit on In and Out yeah. where he talks about how it, it they basically fat shame you into eating in your car. Because <laughs> Because I, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that's listening. I'm going to go see that. I'm going to yeah, go check no, it out. Go. It's hilarious because he talks about basically how, how they shame you into eating right there in your car. Because like, yeah. do you want to trade little piggy if you're going to eat it in the parking lot? And it's just, it's one of the funniest <laughs> things. Like I would sonic. definitely go check it out. <laughs> I love but, it. Okay, well, well we, then I won, like, right? Yeah. I answered it I mean, right. Not only did you win, you have you have the highest prize because not only did you pick Whataburger, you knew the order and the fact that oh, your yeah. daughter has a special order and you knew that yeah. by heart. I, oh, yeah. yeah. Not taking because, away anything from the guests we've had, but my gosh, that's – you can't I ask mean, for more. You got to see how more. we wrapped our T-shirts when we sent them out. Hold on. <clears throat> I'll grab one. Oh, yeah, wait, yeah, what do you we're do? I'm going to show you real quick. Uh, because we are so true to our name of Wada Hockey that we wanted okay. to embody the feeling that you get when you make it home and you get the burger and you bring it out of the bag. So Shut this up. is what we did for oh, our wait, t-shirt. Wait, do I see a burger wrapping? That is what our t-shirts come in. So when you Shut order a Wada Hockey t-shirt and we ship it to you, you get it and it comes out just like if you were to order a cheeseburger from Waterburger. Well, with I need the, a shirt. I need a shirt. Sizes. 
Yeah, we need to get you. We need to get you set up with a shirt. I need a shirt. Oh my god. Well, it's funny though because my daughter's order is so specific. She has so many changes Mm -hmm. that we joke because we're like, "Oh, she's so special. Like you're so pretty." (laughs) Is what I tell her all the time. She's so she's so funny. But the like the sticker on it says special. Yeah. Like she's always like, "How do they know?" We'll have to we'll have to remember that whenever we send the order out, we'll have to write special on it just for you. (laughs) Oh my gosh! Well, that's the big question. Uh, You you passed with flying colors. Uh, We have one little mini segment that we do, and then we sign off for the week. Um, It's funny that we talked about them already, but we have a razorism of the week. So uh, Patrick, gonna kick it off to you, and then we'll we'll listen to the razorism of the week, and we'll we'll call this one a wrap. Yeah, uh, not the. Not our usual A plus plus quality on this one, but it's still a fantastic the, clip. Uh, the, what's so the content? The, the substance content is there for sure. He must have Tupac's California love running through his mind when he comes out here to the West Coast. Look at those numbers he's put up against the Sharks, the Kings, and the Ducks. Better than a point a game against a couple of them. Throw up a finger if you. Feel the same way. Dre putting it down for California. <laughs> <laughs> it's untouchable like Elliot Ness. But now it's Richardson. He is Anytime yeah. Razor quotes Dr. or you know, Dr. Dre, or mentions any, Dr. Dre, you know. Any hip hop music. Any hip hop music. Uh, Razor is just the pristine voice to have quoting. Uh well. Selena, we cannot thank you enough for uh, giving us a little bit of your time this week. We we had a genuinely fantastic time getting to know you a little bit more. Uh, I can't wait for this to to be released and, and people Yay. to really kind of get to know you a little bit more as well. Um, you know, we've been really fortunate. We've got a lot of really great followers. So super, super excited to get this out. Um, we all have a very unique sign off and this is the last time I'm going to put you on the spot. I promise, but uh, we all have a sign off that we do at the end of uh, every episode. So, um, we've had everyone do it. That's been on. So I'm going to kick it to you. Uh, you're going to be our first sign off before we call this one a wrap. What do I say? It's up to you. you Whatever you want it to be. That's the thing. You're on the show. I thought you were going to give me a script. Oh, Oh, I just, I just like wing it. Oh yeah, man, yeah. We, we should we should have a liner. We should yeah, start we should have a like a, a yeah. Line, come yeah. on, y'all. We should have Wait a radio liner. So what am I saying? Like what I'm telling people, bye. Is that what I'm doing? Yeah. So, yeah. so like, uh, so if I say Patrick, uh, you know, uh, let's let's kick it off to you. And for example, so I yeah, my sign off is you got to stay sassy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and I like to tell the people to stay moist. Oh, I hate that <laughs> word. Are you serious right now? That's it. That's it. Have you actually ever, have you ever like looked up the definition of that word? Do yourself Uh, a favor. Go look up the actual definition of that word and see if you want to eat a cake. That is that definition. It's the the tagline (laughs) of our barely cocky team. Yeah. People never forget. Yeah. So, uh, Selena, what's what's your, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take a guess that it's not that. (laughs) It is not that word. Um, Honey child, it's been fun. I don't know. Honey that's child, good. that's my thing. That's honey great. child. I love it. That's I love perfect. It. Oh, that's that's sweeter than a honey butter chicken biscuit. Yeah. Oh, I love me some honey butter chicken biscuit when they say that. No. It's my favorite <laughs> thing. HBCD. Well, I mean, that's that's a wrap on my end. Mine is uh 
I guess we'll, we'll call it with this. Uh, yeah. Don't yeah. ever for any reason, no matter what, forget your Kermit tattoos. <laughs> A little yeah. late on the outro music there. That's my bad. <laughs>